Donald Trump said he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't matter. His attorney now says even if it's James Comey. Plus, once again, the president's lawyers drop a bombshell and once again, it doesn't help their client. And former President Bill Clinton and the one question he does not want to be asked. This is the State of America tonight. Why would he need to pardon himself when he said nothing wrong? He has no intention of pardoning himself, but doesn't say he can't. If you abuse the pardon power in a particular way, there comes a point where Congress can take action as well. This is the reason you don't let the president testify. Our recollection keeps changing. He certainly didn't dictate. I wasn't involved in the statement drafting at all, nor was the president. I'm Kate Baldwin, live in New York. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America tonight. Who doesn't love a good milestone? A baby's first step, a high school graduation, 100th episode of a TV show, 1,000th customer at a business. And for President Trump, he's celebrating his 500th day in office. With a tweet. This is my 500th day in office, and we have accomplished a lot. Many believe more than any president in his first 500 days. Massive tax and regulation cuts, military and vets, lower crime and illegal immigration, stronger borders, judgeships, best economy and jobs ever, and much more. So, so much great has happened, mm -hmm. and that's why we're calling this the 500 Days of Greatness. And with almost everything else these days, though, it appears this also needs to be fact-checked. It's actually day 501. The president's term begins at noon on Inauguration Day. That is written into the Constitution, actually, the 20th Amendment, if you're keeping track. So that makes today 501. So let's start again. On this 501st day in office, Team Trump is celebrating milestones while also laying out new markers with regard to the Mueller probe. The president writing this morning, as has been stated by numerous legal scholars, I have the absolute right to pardon myself. But why would I do that when I have done nothing wrong? Followed by the appointment of the special counsel, his spelling, not mine, is totally unconstitutional. Despite that, we play the game because I, unlike the Democrats, have done nothing wrong. Now, the idea of a president pardoning himself may seem to be coming out of left field. In reality, it seems to have come from right in the president's own, own dugout. He has no intention of pardoning uh, himself, but he probably does. doesn't say he can't. I mean, that, that's another inter really interesting constitutional argument. Can the president pardon himself? I, you think I, it's an open I, I used to run the pardon attorney. Uh, it, it would be an open question. And Rudy Giuliani did not stop there. He also told the Huffington Post, and this is a doozy, this. If he shot James Comey, he'd be impeached the next day. Impeach him, and then you can do whatever you want to do with him. In case you missed it, Giuliani is saying president, the president could commit a crime, murder, and not be prosecuted because he's president. I was very interested in exactly how far they were going to take the argument they can do basically what they want. I mean, they, they seem to have a very regal, expansive view of the presidency. So when it came out over the weekend that he could end any investigation, I was curious as to what else could they, what other kinds of investigations could he stop? Giuliani is being asked all of these questions because the New York Times released a confidential memo written by two of the president's attorneys, a letter to special counsel Robert Mueller making the case that the president, no matter what, cannot obstruct justice because the Constitution empowers him to, and here's a quote, if he wished, terminate the inquiry or even exercise his power to pardon. They may not think so, but not everyone does. 
they constantly raise this idea that the president can't be uh, uh, prosecuted for obstruction of justice. Of course he can if the obstruction is an obstruction with corrupt intent. In other words, if he's obstructing the investigation of himself, mm -hmm. he's not uh, immune uh, from the law. Even longtime Trump ally and former U.S. attorney Chris Christie disagrees with Team Trump on this one. It's an outrageous claim. It's wrong. Um, they were trying to make a broad argument. Lawyers do that all the time in briefs, even to court. And Dan and I have seen that many times happen. Um, in the end, uh, cooler heads prevail. But wait, there's more. Trump's attorney also laying out this in the letter. You have received all of the notes, communications, and testimony indicating that the president dictated a short but accurate response to the New York Times article on behalf of his son, Donald Trump Jr. Translation, President Trump was the one to write that first, not accurate, first misleading and inaccurate statement about the purpose of the infamous Trump Tower meeting during the election. This after denial, after denial, after denial, after denial. That was written by Donald Trump Jr. and, and I'm sure with in consultation with his lawyer. So that wasn't written by the president. The president didn't sign off on, on anything, but the president was not involved in the drafting of the statement and did not issue the statement. It came from uh, Donald Trump Jr. He certainly didn't dictate, but, you know, he, like I said, he weighed in, offered suggestion like any father would do. So now, finally, the truth seems to be coming out. But why lie about it in the first place? And honestly, who is lying and who's just being kept in the dark? We don't know, but we do know one thing. Rudy Giuliani is now admitting this is exactly what he's worried about. This is the reason you don't let this president testify. Uh, if, you know, every, our recollection keeps changing. Our recollection keeps changing. Also known as we keep changing our story. Also known as we were lying. Also known as the 2018 version of alternative facts, it seems. And this is then known as the 2018 version of Bill Clinton defending his role in the Monica Lewinsky scandal, except it might not sound so much different than 1998. The former president is kicking off a book tour and sitting down for interviews to promote the book. Bill Clinton was asked a pretty direct question when he sat down with NBC's Today Show about whether the Me Too movement has changed how he looks at what happened back then. And things took a surprising turn. Looking back on what happened then, through the lens of Me Too now, do you, do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible then, and I came to grips with it. Did and you ever apologize no, and to no, Yes, and nobody believes that I got out of that for free. I left the White House $16 million in debt. But you typically have ignored gaping facts in describing this, and I bet you don't even know them. This was litigated 20 years ago. Two-thirds of the American people sided with me. That may very well be the case, but Craig Melvin of NBC pressed President Clinton on one simple point. Who is owed an apology? You didn't apologize to her. I have not talked to her. Do you I, feel I like you owe it, her an apology? No, I do I, I, I do not, I've never talked to her, but I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was sorry. That's very different. The apology was public. Now, Bill Clinton's former press secretary, his former spokesman in the White House in the days following impeachment, even he says the former president didn't get this right. 
I think um, what he failed to do was separate the two issues. One, there, mm. he was treated unfairly. Uh, he was impeached for something that should have never gotten there. On the other hand, he did do something wrong. Uh, and he has publicly acknowledged that, and he has publicly apologized. I was standing right there right. next to him multiple times when he did it. But he didn't separate those two things. And I, and it, I think it goes to, it, 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 it wasn't his best answer. Speaking of not the best answer, some of America's closest allies definitely think President Trump has the wrong answer on one not-so-small issue, trade. Mexico, Canada, and the EU all vowing to retaliate after the Trump administration slapped tariffs on steel and aluminum products from these friendly nations. The White House is using a law that allows the president to bypass Congress to impose tariffs if it is in the name of national security. That's how they're pulling this off. That justification, though, not sitting well with Canada's prime minister. The idea that the uh, Canadian uh, steel that's in military uh, military vehicles in the United States, the Canadian aluminum that makes your uh, your fighter jets, is somehow now a threat. The idea that we are somehow a national security threat to the United States is quite frankly insulting and unacceptable. And Canada's foreign minister, who has been leading the NAFTA negotiations, she put it this way. So what you are saying to us and to all of your NATO allies is that we somehow represent a national security threat to the United States. And I would just say to all of Canada's American friends, and there are so many, seriously? Seriously, though, what is going to happen then when President Trump walks into the G7 summit this weekend in, wait for it, Canada, of course. Also big news from the U.S. Supreme Court today, handing down a decision in a highly anticipated case that pit gay rights against religious freedom. CNN legal analyst Joan B. Skupik is joining me right now from Washington with more on this. So, Joan, you were in the courtroom today. Lay it out for us. What did they decide? Sure. Uh, Anthony Kennedy came in and he was holding a uh, clutch of papers. And what he then engaged in was a pretty tough balancing act between the rights of gay people which he referred to several times about the dignity that they should be respected and uh, in their in their interests, but then the competing principle of religious freedom. Bottom line was that the Colorado baker, who had been sanctioned by the state civil rights commission, won at the Supreme Court. Justice Kennedy, joined by six of his colleagues, it was a seven to two ruling, said that the commission showed hostility to religion in the particular facts of this man's case. Now, just back up a bit. We were all anticipating what would he do. This was three years after Justice Kennedy was the author of this major 2015 decision saying that um, gay marriage should be legal nationwide. Uh, and this was our first major case since then on the topic. And what Justice Kennedy said was that in this case, when this Colorado baker refused to create a cake for uh, two gay men to celebrate their marriage, that the commission that sanctioned this man revealed um, hostility toward his religion, spoke negatively about him being a Christian, disparaged him based on the idea. Now, I, I should make clear, it wasn't the full commission, but Justice Kennedy uh, made the point that uh, the commissioner who spoke against this man's religion likened, um, uh, you know, said, any kind of excuse that can be given to uh, to say no to a gay 
couple was almost like, you know, someone who would use religion to justify slavery or the Holocaust. And Justice Kennedy really hung the entire opinion on that and said for the future, though, each case would be decided on its own facts. This case decided. What's coming in the future? A whole lot more questions and another test that will likely That's right. end up back at the Supreme Court. Joan, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Still sure. ahead for us, Trump and his legal team testing the limit of presidential power. Donald Trump says he can pardon himself. His lawyer says he could shoot the former FBI director and get away with it. What? The panel is next. If you're keeping score at home, the president's legal team is now offering up what's at least their third version of just how involved the president was in drafting the misleading statement about that infamous meeting involving his oldest son and a Russian lawyer at Trump Tower. The panel with me tonight, S.E. Cup, CNN political commentator and host of HLN's S.E. Cup Unfiltered. Errol Lewis is CNN political commentator and political anchor at Spectrum News. Jeff Balaban is a member of President Trump's re-election campaign advisory board. And Ryan Lizza, this is a CNN political analyst. All right, guys, let's get to it. Errol, they went, they went from Donald Trump had nothing to do with it to Donald Trump was just doing what fathers do and just offering up some suggestions to Donald Trump dictated the letter. Someone's lying. Do you care to bet who it is? Yes. Um, well, I think the, the easiest explanation is the one that's most likely to be true. The easiest explanation is that uh, the president was involved in the drafting of it and didn't want it to appear to be so. Uh, but we now know, because as, as we all know, there's a difference between what you say on the steps of the courthouse and what you say inside the courthouse. Now, in legal papers that are drafted um, with the highest stakes involved here, when they're talking with the Mueller investigation, these are, these are statements by officers of the court. These are sta statements that, for all intents and purposes, are under oath, yeah. with consequences if you start telling uh, lies. They're finally coming clean about what I think most people understood to be true originally. Jeff, lying to the media, lying to the American public, that is not a crime. This is so blatant, though. Why would you lie if you've done nothing wrong? Well, I mean, look, you know, there are people who go and planning to break laws, and there are people who trip over some kind of regulation. I'm not saying that is or isn't what happened here. They still here, break a law. But the, no, no, but that's the point. <laughs> okay, great. You know what the truth of it is? Almost every American breaks laws almost every day because of how regulatory our society is. The reality is these are not political experts. There was a meeting. It was a meeting about adoptions, they meet some random person, it was over, and as Giuliani said, you know, people have recollections, but it's unclear what those recollections are because it wasn't that important at the time. So the reality is, you're treating it as a lie, as a, some kind of mendacious intent, as opposed to <laughs> recollections. I mean, <laughs> well, it sounds like the president has an Ambien problem. I mean, that is Giuliani's... Ambien did make me do it. That is, that is seemingly Giuliani's new defense. We can't, we can't testify, he can't testify, because we all have different recollections of exactly what happened. And I'm sorry, that's an unacceptable excuse. I do have to wonder, though, this seems, there seems to maybe be some strategy about this. We were talking yes, about this um, back in the green room. That maybe they knew that it was going to come out that the president did dictate this to his son. And so someone leaked this 20-page letter to the New York Times so that it would be sort of uh, revealed revealed that way. So I, I don't think it's quite as bumbling as as uh, some might think. I think so they're actually which working side, a strategy. Which side there. would have leaked it to the New York Times? Well, they well, might. Their own. I mean, the Trump side. Which, why would the Trump side leak it to the New York Times? No, seriously. If you wanted a place to oh, leak seriously, it, get a friendly why would Rudy, 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 but let me, let us not, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of even debating 
can the president pardon himself? Or that's exactly what he wants you to do. That's my. That's exactly Mm -hmm. the point. Why to the strategy question? Just a shade different. Is it strategy that you're seeing though? That the. I think it must be. I think look, there's is something, is, something is happening this week. Now, sometimes these are just coincidences, but it does seem like there's the leak of this long memo, right? There's the president today tweeting about his pardon powers, essentially saying he's above the law. I mean, just contemplate that for a second. Use the what if Obama had done this rule. Imagine <laughs> Barack Obama had tweeted that he can pardon himself. Um, Republicans would be calling for impeachment, you know, just on that statement alone. And then you had the other weird uh, tweet today where Trump's saying that the, the special, special counsel, counsel is unconstitutional, unconstitutional, which in a sense has already been litigated if you look at the Manafort litigation when he tried to say that the mm, special counsel went, went beyond its scope. So this could all just be random, but it does feel like we're on the cusp of something. Maybe maybe the special counsel has alerted the White House that there's some action they're about to take. Um, they seem to be seeding the, the ground for something. But there's also and, some strategy in confusing yeah. people and having us all speculate about what's coming next. And, That's and, a strategy he's employed talking, over and over again. And talking so much also, I'm seeing now from Rudy Giuliani over the weekend, talking so much about the thing that they want, that they don't want to happen. Rudy Giuliani in his Meet the Press interview Talked about impeachment, just brought it up himself like four or five times. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay, but, I, it's, okay, but it's not as though the Republicans or or Trump's team is bringing up impeachment. It's been brought up since he, the, since the time he got into office. Really he's bringing it up. No, talking in about his interview, he really brought it up. Like. I think we know that the poll suggests, mm-hmm. and I think we know this almost with certainty, that the Republican base gets very excited about impeachment in a way that they don't and about some excited. of these other issues. Yeah. Uh, they, they get excited about the need to come to the polls to right. defend the president yep. that they like, yep. uh, to sort of really go to I bat smell for a him. No, there is a strategy. There's a weird strategy. No, it's not that weird, right? It's you can indict a sitting president, and if you do, he'll pardon himself. The only place, the only forum for this is impeachment. And oh, by the way, we control Congress. That is their view of yeah. this. And oh, by the way, we love this debate coming into an election because guess what? The president actually is popular among mm-hmm. the base and they're going to come out and vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strategy, people. It's dirty, <laughs> but it's in, it's in motion. Coming up, Bill Clinton gets agitated over questions about Monica Lewinsky saying he doesn't owe her a personal apology. Does he see that scandal any differently in the age of the Me Too movement? To be the judge. It's important to me that everybody who has been hurt know that the sorrow I feel is genuine. First and most important, my family. Also, my friends, my staff, my cabinet, Monica Lewinsky and her family, and the American people. I have asked all for their forgiveness. Bill Clinton's public apology back in 1998. According to Bill Clinton today, that is the only apology that Monica Lewinsky is going to get. The panel is back with me. Errol, when you saw that, what did you think of that interview well, I today? mean, look, we've all, we all lived through that. It's 20 years ago, and it was like it happened yesterday. When he bites his lip, he is uh, conveying um, <laughs> both insincerity and an, attempt to, an, an intention to bamboozle you. He's wonderfully public about these gestures. Um, <laughs> uh, th- there's no chance of getting an apology. It's not, it's not in his DNA. It's not in his political interest. As he said, he had to raise $16 million, which I guess he had to give a few speeches in order to pay back his legal bills. He thinks that this is all done and that 
you know, nothing resembling an apology as we understand it, you know, fully, completely and genuinely enumerating the flaws, putting yourself in the other person's shoes, you know, <laughs> trying to actually remedy the problem. He's not going to do anything. I also that. don't think this was an illegitimate question. The question was, Mr. President, in the era of mm -hmm. Me Too, do you think differently? Do you mm -hmm. look differently upon? Do you feel a different responsibility about what happened? I think that's nah. quite. What does it suggest <laughs> it's a to question, you that he does? It's a question you should expect when you're, I would say, ill-advisedly Bill Clinton launching a book tour right now. But okay, let's see how that goes. Um, but I think two things were stunning to me in this. One, he is no longer a great politician because a great politician knows how to convincingly perform empathy. He was really good at it at one point. Remember, I feel your pain. Um, he's not even willing to pretend to uh, effort some empathy for for victims of Me Too in general or this particular victim of his own. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, what's not surprising is his lack of remorse because you see this among people who are uh, serial sexual harassers. The same entitlement that leads them to take advantage of people is the same entitlement that leads them to believe they will get away with it over and over and over again and that they've done nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. yes. That has stuck with him. He is the same guy he was 20 years mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah. what, Joe Lockhart, his press secretary, was on with me today, and he said one of the things that he sees is that what Bill Clinton, Clinton got wrong with this, and he does sometimes, is that he made himself the victim, is what he was trying to do. Yeah. 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 Joe Lockhart then makes the jump, and this is something that he sees in Donald Trump as well. Do you, is there a lesson to be learned here? Well, look, I mean, it, this is... 20 years later, mm -hmm. and when asked a broad open question, he goes directly to, I've been the victim here when he clearly is not the victim. You know, there's, there's a question, and you know which side I'm on, that the fact that we started off the segment, you know, you started off by talking about the list of accomplishments that the, the president's talking about and the supporters are talking about, and then launch into sort of this daily drip, 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 small paper cut drama of what's going on with the investigation. Oh, that's stop been, it that, no, but that's all it is. That's all it is. Listen, we're talking to the rest of the world, and this is what we're focused on. The Jeff, is, Jeff, you, Jeff. You want to talk victim? Jeff, this is what Jeff, the, this you want to focus the, on? If, this, what, if we were talking about President Barack Obama, who there yeah. was a confidential memo that was released at da 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 da, and he had gotten one syllable wrong, you rightfully would call it out. And we rightfully should do a segment on it. Okay, not just going to be doing a segment on it, but we have a moment now to talk to the world, and this is what we're focused on as opposed to the, all the other things that are happening, and this is what we focus on exclusively. And by the way, not including the Clinton thing, in other words, there are other more substantive things happening in America and around the world that we could be talking about. So forget about the victim, sure. not victim. Sure. Forget about the victim, not victim. My, my no, point, no, Kate, no. is just no, that, that no. he's focused on the response. I'm not going to let you make your point, because now I have to make a point, which is I spent I an entire show <laughs> on Friday talking about an important topic, North Korea. I will list out how many different topics I talk about on this show. I don't feel the need to because I don't feel the need that uh, I Kate, need to Kate, actually can make I also just say, That's there, for a lot of people, Me Too is a really important story. It's an important story that doesn't get talked about enough. And for decades, it didn't get talked about at, at all. all. So uh, to, to diminish the importance of this story, especially when a uh, former president has decided he doesn't owe another apology to a victim of it, whose life was ruined and who doesn't get to talk about it often enough, I think is a really bad look. Ryan, last that's fair. I'm just going to say, politically, for the Democrats, this issue's not going away, right? There are right. people who are running for president, like Kirsten Gillibrand, likely to run, who has criticized Bill Clinton, said he should have resigned during impeachment. Mm -hmm. That was ne that was never the consensus within the Democratic Party, and there will be a, a debate among Democrats. There are a lot of Democrats who are more on the Clinton side who are very upset with Gillibrand mm -hmm. over that. 
There are a lot of Democratic donors who are, who are upset with Al Franken being pushed out of the Senate. So this debate is going to be front and center in the Democratic primaries as they head to 2020. Guys, thank you so much. This is day 501, unless you're the president of President Trump's administration. And it's also 155 days until the midterm elections. That's the state of America tonight. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.